Drive safe, text win home with your human host, Josh Matthews. Ah, my ears! <laughs> What's up, man? Not much, man. What about you? Chilling, man. You did not lie when you said that was going to be loud. No, <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> dude, okay, here. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do my – this is – this is totally off podcast. Uh, um, uh, I'm going to do my intro and then I'm going to introduce you. Yeah, do you think, man? No one is literally going to hear this part. It's only going to be me. No, I'm just kidding. Everyone's going to hear it. <laughs> now I have to leave it then. No but, worries. Okay, so hey, this is Josh from Drive Safe Text Win Home, and I am here with. And sorry, I should have said you say your name. I the thing is, is I don't know my name. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Damn guys? It. It's it's Brandon. <laughs> and uh, um, what uh, what uh, what band are you in? So I am in Marrow, the heavy band from Orange County that you see a lot about inside of the high desert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love that, dude, because you, you guys are honestly a high desert band at this point. Like, I mean, yeah, we kind of had to. Like, we looked at the scene in OC, and there's, like, two places to play, and, like, they didn't want us to play. So it's like, well, let's go play with our friends in high desert. So, Dude, like, and it, it, it's, it's just crazy that, like, like how, how, like, how things have come to be with the, the friendship between all of us again, which is just... I, I don't know. It still blows my mind that we've known you for this long. Oh, dude, it's like my favorite thing. How the fact that like we rekindled over those years because I still yeah. remember, <clears throat> I still remember that first chain reaction show that we met you guys at. Yeah, dude, that, that was, was wild. Nuts. I still yeah. have that. I still have that shirt that you gave me where it was like the. <laughs> it was, dude. Literally, what they did back in Cell Damage days with like merch is, I still have their shirt where they took a red T-shirt and they put like. <laughs> designs you know like when you spray paint stuff on like a like a t-shirt like an amusement park like they have stencils <laughs> and stuff that's literally what they did is they took a stencil and bleached it so it looks tight as fuck but like it yeah it's it's like a an amusement park shirt but i still have it <laughs> love that Dude, shit that is insane and also i love an amusement park shirt that is a oh, that's so perfect i used to work at an amusement park and i would literally oh, like because you would see people like <clears throat> Like with the, you see people online with like the shirts, but you would never actually think someone would wear that in public, right? (laughs) But like, you would see like the fucking places you can get the shirt. And I was just thinking, oh man, that sucks for the spray painter because they're just going to be bored all day. But I I fucking kid you not, people would go up and get their custom name spray painted in like a beatdown logo or whatever the fuck. And people would wear it and it just looks like, I don't know. It looks like you you're wearing one of those shirts where it has like a like a rip the person who just passed away on the shirt. Yep. But like a really shitty version of it. So it was just a trip to see that people are actually not that conscious of how people view them in the world that they would wear a <laughs> shitty shirt like that. So <laughs> yeah. Dude, oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> Dude, I would like see like I would feel like like okay, so did, did you just is was that like your first job? Just because I feel like working in an amusement park would suck. Oh, dude, yeah, that was my first job. My first job, I worked at Knott's Berry Farm, so like I got Damn. right out of high school. Yeah, because the whole the whole thing in my house is I love my parents, but it was either like go to school or get a job. So I was like, okay. okay. So I was like, I'm gonna get a job, but then I was also going to school at the same time. But like. Yeah, that was that was doing. I was doing both. That's a different story. That was fucking hard though. But yes, my first <laughs> my first job was at Knott's Berry Farm right after high school. 
Um, I worked there for two and a half years. Wow. And uh, I mean, it was cool. Like it's, it's one of those starter jobs. Like you work at McDonald's or you, okay. like, you work at Walmart where you basically just learn how to work like an adult. Exactly. Like you learn about like five hours and lunches and breaks and all that shit. And like talking to people and then yeah. later hating people because you have to learn how to talk to people. <laughs> but yeah. So true. It's just, I, it was a cool job for what it was, but like, I, I like my job a lot better now. Cause I mean like the, it, I have a personality to where I can talk to people pretty well and like be outgoing. Yeah. But if I have to do it for like extended periods of time, then my introvert comes out and I'm just like, I'm bored of you. Stop talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds so dickish, but, like, when you have to do that for eight hours and make money off of it, oh, it kills your soul after two years. Oh, dude, dude, it's killing my soul just hearing I, about it. I'm sure you would know working retail of all people, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, my that. God. Do you have any, like, bad stories of, like, people just being just outlandishly stupid? Oh, oh, yeah. Actually, it, it, yes, dude. Oh, my God. So, one day, like, uh... At my old job, I was uh, this dude. He, I think he was like, I think he had like some like hearing deficiency or something. Like, so, like he was like sort of deaf or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. the thing, I wasn't like doing anything against the deafness. I just noticed that something like he, it was hard of hearing. Yeah, and, you weren't and, like, excuse me, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just screaming at him. Like, not, he can't hear. What a dick, dude. He's not saying anything <laughs> bad, <laughs> dude. But like. I was trying to help this guy out and like at, at mm-hmm. my job, like uh, like a lot of commercial customers would come in and buy the parts for the customer. And then later the customer would come in and be like, Hey, I want the warranty, but I can't do that because the the other customer had bought it. Like, so Oh, it, okay. So he came in saying like, yo, I, I got, I, I had this like bought and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, but it's not for you. Like you didn't buy it. And he was like, yeah, I know, but I want it. I'm like, I, <laughs> I, I can't do that. And like, yeah. and like, <clears throat> I, I was just like, no dude. And like, I was getting so, and, and also at this time, Brad had walked in from reclaim because I was oh. going to help him out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah he, yes. Now you have an audience. <laughs> yes. dude. Now it's and like also, the office where you can look to someone when someone <laughs> does something stupid. We were like this guy. Like, dude, I'm not kidding. I stared at Brad so many times. Cause I was yeah. like, dude, what the fuck man. And then like, and then there was a line of people behind this guy. And I, and I was oh. just, being super nice, like I hate the human race, but I am very—I <laughs> I can be very fake and be like, "Okay, I'm sorry. You're my you best are, friend. You are the nicest person I've ever <laughs> met on the planet." So it's hilarious to hear that you share the same sentiment of human beings that I do, and like most people do. It's exactly. nice to know that even a kind as fuck person like you still has that hatred of humanity. <laughs> it's reassuring that I'm not a shitty person. <laughs> dude i love telling people that because there are so many people that are like wait n- you're lying right i'm like no dude everyone's oh, a piece of shit like <laughs> <laughs> including including this deaf guy so what was he doing <laughs> <laughs> so he was trying to order from you and he's just like oh i want it yeah and yeah. like so I, i'm just like dude i can't do this and then he's getting like dude I, I i know i know this is on my car and all this stuff and i was like i can't help you like i literally was like i'm sorry i can't i was like i can get my manager and all this stuff and like and he was like and actually no both my managers were on lunch so at that uh-huh. point I, I was the manager in the store so <clears throat> yeah. i was just like i can't do anything for you you could come back in an hour and like try and talk to him 
And then he was like, oh, okay, well this, this, and I was just like, dude, I can't help you. Like, I can't help you stop. And like, yeah, and it's I, like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm playing manager, but I don't have managerial roles right now. So work with me. Like, <laughs> dude, exactly. And then eventually, like, I think, uh, because then I, uh, my manager finally came back and I told mm-hmm. him and, and he was just like, yeah, just do it. And like, that's literally honestly <laughs> at my job, at my old job. O'Reilly, if you complain enough, you will get what you want. I'm not. Oh kidding. yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. Just, it's sad. I feel like that's with everyone. It's just like, sh- just stop talking and I'll give you the discount or whatever the fuck. Just like, I don't like, dude, I got two hours before I got to go home and like jerk off and eat for the, eat my dinner for the rest of the night. Like, I don't need this. Dude. Yeah. Man. Dude, Seriously. It, it's, it's always so mind boggling that like, like people will think like, dude, you're doing to the, me personally. Like you're literally like taking money out of my pocket that I spent before. It's like, dude, I don't give a shit. I don't know who you are. I've yeah. The thing where, like, <clears throat> people, like, customers automatically, like, personalize, the it, like, the transaction. Like, yeah. they think that the person that is not, like, they think that the cashier is the one that's, like, duping them or the yeah. one that's not giving It's like, <laughs> dude, literally, I just got a job at 16. I don't give a fuck whether you need this or this or that. Like, <laughs> ju- I just want to get on with my day. Like, the fact... <laughs> I think that's like the whole argument behind like like why boomers are suck pieces of shit to people that work in like the service industry. Yeah. It's because I feel like as a human when you reach a certain like age in your life, you've yeah. kind of I feel like <clears throat> the first 40 years of your life you're kind of feeling out how the world is and you're kind of saying, "Okay, I can do this, I can do that, I can do that." Like you kind of are testing the waters a little bit. Yeah. But once you once you hit like 40, you're kind of set in your ways. And I mean, you've kind of like seen what works, what doesn't work. You've kind of hit your own groove and everything. Yeah. And so I feel like, and I mean, like it's mostly white people, but I mean, there are the occasional like old, of like other people. Yeah. I feel like it's just an age thing to where you get set in your ways. You get in the thing of just like everyone, <clears throat> like either it's the thing of like, I'm an old person. So you have to treat me with like leaps and bounds of respect over everybody else. Exactly. Or, it's, or it's the thing of like, you just don't care about being a piece of shit to somebody <laughs> because you're just like, oh, I've lived like what's like, I've lived my life. What's the repercussions of this? So I, I don't know. Like, what do you, what do you think it is? Cause you know, the whole trope of just like fucking boomers being dicks to like, like service workers. So yeah. I, I thought about that a while. I'm like, why there has to be some reason. Cause it's, it, it's a consistent thing. Do you have any thoughts on it at all? Cause we've both worked retail. We've both had experiences with it. Dude, honestly, I, 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 I feel like it's what you just said. Like, they've been here long enough. They feel like they own, they, they own the respect. And oh, yeah. if you don't give it to them, they're going to be like, well, wait a minute. Hold on. You realize yeah. I'm like 100 years <clears throat> older than you. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, I know everything. It's like, dude, yeah. tell, show me how to get on iTunes right now on my phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I know that sounds so fucking stupid. Hey, but like, do you need me to help you download that file later? Or, or oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Go on the customer service. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, you don't know where to find the customer service online? Oh, okay. Let me help you out, dude. Oh man, it, dude. Yeah. So no, I totally like. I think my thoughts are exactly your thoughts. Like they just feel like the respect. But then again, I've dealt with like a bunch of like older people that are like tight as fuck. And but then again, also they have that that mentality of just like, well, hey, dude, this is just your job. And like, and like, yeah. 
what the fuck? Like, why don't all of you think like this? Like, mm-hmm. just be in, like, literally, we're all here on this earth for ma- maximum maybe 110 years if you're like, like, oh, I, yeah. I would not say lucky enough because I do not want to live past 100. I'll but kill like, myself. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, seriously. <laughs> 90s where I'm probably going to tap when, it. When, my bo- when I'm looking like the dude from SpongeBob where I have like glass bones and paper <laughs> skin, I'll just kill myself. Like, no thanks. <laughs> dude 100% like i'm yeah. not i i don't want to touch anything over 90 Literally. no that's a good point what you were saying though where it's just like yeah um you hit a certain age i feel like it's also a thing of like uh i just lost my train of thought wow <laughs> Fuck. what time is it 12 oh i was just uh, i got it i was just going to say like i wonder like if you lose contact with like certain experiences that you've had in your life, if you just, you like, you become a dick. Like, I feel like that's why like a lot of older people, like they just don't relate or don't understand like teenage culture. And I mean, like that goes back centuries and hundreds of years of just like the older generation, not getting what the younger generation does. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like the more you go away from those experiences, like the more like, this is going to sound really weird, but like you need to talk to kids like, you need... <laughs> in, in the most, in the most straight laced way possible. I know but, what you mean. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you, you need, you need to talk to kids because I mean, like you don't have to start a conversation with them, but like, I feel like if you don't have a, a pulse on like what the other generation is doing, I feel like when you're making your whole thing of just like, ah, they're this and this and this, and they're a bunch of pussies, you're just uninformed. And so those, those like opinions that you're making are just uninformed opinions. I feel like yeah. what they're doing is they're looking at the stereotype of millennials. And I mean, we do it too with boomers. Of we course, do the yeah. thing of like Karens and boomers. So I think it's a yeah. generational <laughs> thing. But I mean, like it's, it's like uninformed. And so it's just like, well, I, you don't really know that stuff because there's something that can prove you wrong over here. And so exactly. I don't know, man. I, we, you know what? There's so many, the more like, I was talking about like life experiences and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I'm only I'm only 22, and not to make my sound like not to make it sound like I'm the thinking man sitting outside and thinking all day, and just <laughs> yeah. philosopher. But like I think about this shit all the time, where I'm just like, like what I like finding out like what interconnectivities we have inside the world, like just why you do that, how it affects other people around you. I don't know. I like looking at that stuff. It's like how we're all connected. This sounds like I'm on mushrooms right now. I'm completely sober. <laughs> but like, it's just, I like, I like finding all this stuff. Like, I like the human connectivity and stuff. Like, uh, like I'm babbling, but like, um, like that's why I've always like personally like love studying history and like anthropology and human connection is because yeah. like we're all like connected. Like the humans 10,000 years ago that you think were just ooga booga people yeah. or like, we're having conversations, maybe not over Discord, but like we're having <laughs> co- we're, we're having conversations like this where they literally sit down. They're just like, "Oh, hey, that was a good dinner, man. Oh, thanks, I did this and this and this." Like they have those conversations. Yeah, it's wow. very odd to think about. Yeah, it's, I know. I, I was about to say that's crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like a lot of like that connection is lost through not having enough information at your fingertips. I mean, we're in the information age right now. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people have, like I was saying earlier, like a lot of people live their life, they figure out what's right and wrong, and then they decide to live their life that way when you're like around 40. I feel like a lot of people do that, but yeah. they don't take the, they don't take, 
they don't take like the second step of also being open-minded. What they do is they take their ideas and they close everything down and live their life that way. Yep. Yep. And that's, and it, it is so sad because you miss out on so many experiences. You miss out on information all because you think that the way that you're thinking is the right way. Exactly. Damn, it's so, dude. it's so odd. Cause it's just like, if you think about how many brains there are on the planet, like over 9 billion and how many varieties of how many people think and what thoughts people think like, and I don't know, like the, the fact that you think, Oh, my, my idea of thinking because of the experiences and the stuff that I've went through is right. And I can prove it through evidence. It's like, well, even the thoughts and experiences and all the stuff that you went through is minuscule compared to all the experiences that you can have on this planet. So yeah, you basically say, oh, yeah, my opinion's right because I went through this and this and this. This is my evidence to show you that it's right. It's just like, okay, your evidence is like 0.1% out of like the ether of the <laughs> fucking – out of everything. So I don't know. I like people that don't keep an open mind just bug me because it's just like there's so much knowledge and information and experiences on the planet and just about, about everything that you could be learning but you're going to treat a person that works at McDonald's like shit because back in my day, they respected the customer and they didn't talk. But it's like, OK, like you're just dude. old. Think you're just old ways of thinking. Yeah, dude. And like, I feel like as as a human, you you have to. But it's sad. You have to force yourself to evolve. You can't. Like, oh, yeah. A lot of these people aren't going to just willingly be like, OK, I'm going to like in a way like. Okay, what is this Xbox about? You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, just like, like they're, they're or like how like everyone's like, I wish I had a flip phone. It's like, dude, like, like cool. Like, I'm glad. Like, yes, you understood that everything, but like, you can move on and you can figure things out. Like, yeah, I, it's the I, thing of like, me. oh, look at that. Sorry to cut. No, it's cut all good. You, off. you made an excellent point where it's like, look at that. Look at that Xbox. Look at that phone. Yeah, you're looking at it, but you don't have the thing of the next step, which should be. I got to figure out something about this. Yeah. Like if I look at an iPhone or if I look at a new device, I mean, sometimes I'll look at something that I don't get and just be like, ah, fuck it. I don't want to figure that out. But most, <laughs> of, yeah. most of the time it's just like, huh, that's interesting. Like I'm just like naturally curious in that way. Yeah. And I just like to fi like find shit out. And so I'll like, I don't know. I feel like the next step should be like, oh, okay, let me find out about something. Like, Dude. let me ever expand my knowledge. I feel like, and I feel like I'm babbling, but like, I feel like it's an important thing that's happening right now, especially with like all the stuff with um, like race relations and all the stuff with like George Floyd that happened and all the, basically all the, like all the serious shit that's going on in the world right now. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of middle-aged white people and not to get on this subject or anything like that, but it yeah. relates to our point, but like, I feel like a lot of middle-aged white people they were raised in a way where they were kind of on top of everything with yeah. like the power structure and so now that like years later <clears throat> when they've already hit that point of being 40 and being set in their ways and everything and they think the world revolves around them now what we're doing is we're taking all that stuff of saying hey you're in power and racing saying no 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 that's not right as it sh i mean it's not right and so we're basically stripping that away but at the same, and it should be stripped away 100% because the stuff that they're doing is horrendous. But like at oh, the same yeah. time, at the same time, if you look at them as humans and you see the reaction of just like getting how pissed off they are and getting how angry they are, it has tons of racism behind it. 
But if you just look at the anger, it's the, it's basically the thing of saying, hey, you've lived your life this entire way. And so now we're going to force you to basically live the opposite way. And I mean, which you should, because like you shouldn't be a fucking racist in the first place. <laughs> <Exactly>. But if, <laughs> if, you, if you look at it just as like a human like thing, I mean, any human would basically get upset. As if someone basically said, hey, you know your lifestyle that you're living? Stop doing that. We're going to force you to live this way. I mean, I feel like every human would be upset. Yeah. And, and so I feel like a lot of what's happening is like you have this argument where it's like, do you listen to them? Do you listen to their points? Or do you kind of disregard it as just being racist babble and you don't want to like concern yourself with it in the first place? But at the same time, it's like if someone is upset over like – um like, if you live your life in a certain way and then someone forces you to, like, stop living your life in that way, like, in a situation like this that they rightfully should, there's yeah. going to be some emotions behind it. And they're, they're, not, they're not just going to fall over on their back and just be like, oh, yep, guess this, this, this is the new thing. Like, especially, exactly. Especially people that are, like, yelling at service workers because they're already so individualistic that they don't think of the whole community around them. Exactly. And so, I don't know. It's, I think that's going to be an important issue. It's like, do you listen to these people who have like these racist thoughts, but they also, cause you need to take, I mean, like at the end of the day, they're still people too, as shitty as they are. So it's like, you can't just, I don't know. Do you disregard them and ignore them and have them get angrier and have them get more hateful? Or do you talk to them, explain to them in a reasonable way? This is what we're doing now. This is how it is. And I mean, granted, there are going to be people who are presented with that information or, and are just so fucking stupid that they just decide to not go with it anyway. Yeah. But there are going to be those people who are like, like you, you got to like communicate with them somehow. Because I feel like that's how people get like more, more racist. Is okay. Like, yeah. Is like if, if you're racist, if you have the horrible <laughs> thoughts of like racism and stuff like that, and I mean like someone like let's take example for like uh i feel like i'm talking like eggshells right now like that's the whole thing about like this whole thing is like uh like all these situations like if you speak out in a certain way it's you have to be very careful with your words and so try not to come off as like a sympathizer because i'm not in any way shape or form but like of course yeah just kind of like ex exploring these thoughts but like no, of course, yeah. i don't know like uh i feel like if someone is a racist and you show violence towards them or, like, you beat the shit. Like, say someone, for example, uh, calls someone the N-word, right? The rightful yeah. thing would just, oh, that dude's going to get his ass beat, right? Because like, yeah. well, that's what you should get your ass beat for saying that. But at the same time, if you think about it from his perspective, if you get your ass beat, it could go two ways. It could go the thing of, like, wow, that really hurt. I don't want that to happen again. So maybe I, could, maybe I should change the way I think about this so it doesn't happen. Uh -huh. Or they're going to do the thing where they double down and they're going to do the thing where it's just like, oh, fuck that guy for beating me. That only reinforces what I believe it, about that race. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's like, do you treat them with violence because there shouldn't be any, any room for racism? Or do you have to kind of treat them like, like humans and kind of realize that they're sensitive like everybody else and they're not just going to want to be yelled at and expect to follow orders? So it's like, how do you approach that? It's really hard because, like, you, like, racism is a fucking horrible thing because it kills and it it ruins societies and everything, and people aren't equal over it. It ruin it ruins societies, and so it's like, 
these people who are basically behind the belief of them wanting to ruin a fucking society and have basically the society only run for them, which is abhorrent. But at the same time, they're still humans. And so do you show them compassion? Do you not show them compassion because they have these beliefs? I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on it at all? Or? Dude, dude, not to put dude, you in the hot waters because this is a serious subject. But no, like... no, no. But, it, it, dude, like, no, you really, like, I've, I've thought about, like, it. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I've thought about it before, but it's just, like, the first thing my mind goes to is, like, yeah, beat the fuck out of him. Because, mm-hmm. like, because, like, dude, like, he's, if, if you're ignorant enough to, like, th- there's people that I know that, like, are, like they know everything that's going on and they've heard the other side and they're still ignorant to the fact of race. Oh like, yeah. That it's not, not like racism has only been around 10 years to where you're still playing catch up on it. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, you're racist, you know that you have these beliefs. And so if you say the N word to someone, you kind of get, are going to get your ass beat. And so, yeah. yeah, it's a visceral reaction. I get it. It's an emotional reaction because that word has so much validity and hatred and just so many horrible things behind it. As any ethnic or racial slur does it's so it's the it's of course you want to be emotional and show visceral just like i'm gonna beat the fuck out of you because the word that you said to me carries so much hate i totally understand that and i would do the same but at the same time it's like do i want them to stop being racist because if i punch them in the face for being racist i don't really think that's gonna cure their racism yeah but it's like is it up to me to cure the racism though like that's the thing it's like who who has that burden? Because yeah, like, because yeah. you want them to get better, you want them to stop being racist. That would ultimately be the goal: is to stop having them be racist. So, yeah. who brunts that burden? I've I've heard a lot of the things. It's like uh, fellow white people have to like do it, which I kind of agree with. But at the same time, it's like some people just won't listen to anybody, including their fellow brethren or whatever the fuck they think. Dude, and and that's the thing, like. It, it it's so hard to be on like the the side of saying like maybe I should try and help him because at that point I'm just thinking like like and I, I guess I'm ignorant in that fact is that like I'm like dude that guy's never gonna change because he straight up is like yo I hate this race it's like dude why like what okay what did they literally do to you and it's just the color of dude I've I've said so many times like why is the color of the skin to change anything like that oh makes yeah dude fucking like, sense you know it'd be a better racism what? is tall and tall and short <laughs> yeah that would dude. make more sense than skin color like this yes. thing, it's the like because skin color you don't have i mean now you do like white people there's no if you like there's no advantages to having a different skin color like besides in america if you were to just yeah, take everything yeah. away like all the power structure there's no significant like maybe like you don't get sunburned, but like, there's no, no thing for skin color that makes me better. If I'm yeah. taller than you, yeah, I'm slightly better. Cause like, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, how's the, the weather's fine up here, but like I could reach, <laughs> I could reach more stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that would make more sense than something as arbitrary as like skin color that has yeah. no effect on the world at all. So it's just hard. It's like, it's where do you get these ideas from? It's, <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's why, like, when, when I first heard about, like, racism, like, in history class, it's like, but why? Like, why why did a, a, a person of white skin color think, I'm better than this 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 other color? It's like, but why? Like, like yeah, that makes no sense at where all. Did you, where did you first, uh, like, hear about or find out about, like, 
that you can remember about like racism dude honestly i keep for some reason like it was definitely in history books i know that but like for Mm -hmm. some reason I, i feel like i learned about it in like the, the the grade it's either fourth or fifth grade feels like it pops into my brain like mm-hmm. i was listening about history and then like they said like black slaves and i was like why like mm-hmm. but but why and then ever since i was a kid i've i've never had like i i don't understand I, I just don't understand how you can have a racist bone in your body like like it's like dude wh- why why because of his skin you're gonna say he's wrong for anything he does it's like dude yeah eat my dick, i think dude. i think it's it's so ingrained and so taught inside of our inside yeah. of our american system that if you're if you basically have gone through the american educational system and you're not a racist i saw this great quote from uh i'm gonna be a horrible person by forgetting her name but she was this really <laughs> Really, um, really great professor and teacher who uh, she's an older white lady and she discusses and teaches about race relations inside of America. Okay. And she had this beautiful line where she basically said, um, uh, why do I keep drawing blanks right now? This is going to be a good <laughs> thought. But something along the lines of just like, if you are in the American education system and you have not come out a racist, you're a miracle. And if you are a racist, then that's standard, but you can also choose to educate yourself, which is, I feel like, what a lot of people do, because I feel like the American system is just, like, (laughs) like, because if you think about slavery, like, that was not just a a couple pages on a history book. Like, that's, that was an institution that was fucking around for a long time. They set up systems of government to protect it. That there was a whole war on it. So, yeah, like the, I don't know, the American, the American educational system is very much just like, look at these cool things that Americans did. Oh, yeah, we did yeah. some shitty stuff, too. But look at these cool things that we did. <laughs> Dude, it's so overshadowed, man. Yeah, we raped and murdered and pillaged whole villages and sent them into, over to Africa to get their families. But, like, look at the fucking Washington Monument. That shit's <laughs> Dude, cool, though, yeah, right? Like, oh, so true, dude. Yeah, it's just, it's hard because you want to believe, because especially me, like, when I was going through classes, and I really had like took an interest in history and I liked learning about like humans and stuff like that. Yeah. It took it took a while before I realized that the information that I was learning was I was like biased. Like I had like I had no idea that there could even be bias in history. Like I yeah. just thought <laughs> I just thought, oh, this is like how it went. But then yeah. like, you start to get into high school where they start talking about like ethnic studies and you start getting into college and you're just like oh fuck dude i'm missing out on a lot of information that i could have like found like found out about like there's basically like we're being taught like 10 percent, but then the other 90 percent is out there that we've squashed and squandered and everything like that it's it's fucking crazy to think about man so i'm babbling but like i feel like um like this whole thing of like racism is so ingrained inside our society that a lot of people get caught up in it and they don't Either they don't have a critical enough mind to be able to think themselves out of it, or yeah. they're so comfortable in the idea of hating and feeling as though that they're better that they don't want to change it. Those are the people that scare me, that are yep. just, that I feel like are the ones that I guess need to be beat down or something. <laughs> like, yeah. need to have, like, it's where, where you're presented information, enough information to be able to show the other side of the something that you don't believe. And then you still willfully are just like, yeah, I see the information you're presenting, but I'm going to still ignore it. It's like, okay, you're choosing to be a piece of shit at that point. Like, Exactly. 
yeah. So those people I have less sympathy for than people who, I mean, I'm not showing any sympathy for people who yeah, are racist, I know what you mean, yeah. but at the same time, there's people who are just swept up and like, my, my family is racist and that's all I've ever known. And other, like other pieces of information that the kids could, that the kid could educate himself on or like kept or like you, they have no access to by the racist family. And so it's like, th- I feel like those people who are just swept up in it, like need to be educated and, and need to be helped. But there are a select group of people who just need to be, I don't know, punched. Yeah. <laughs> kicked. Dude, yeah. Dude, so. I, ag- I agree. No, like, trust me, because like that kid that has only known racist thoughts his whole life is mm-hmm. going to know any different because first of all, he's probably going to like a racist school where it's mm-hmm only white people and it's like all this other shit it's like dude like he like it sucks for people like that because they have no choice or chance yeah dude it's like once they break out like honestly that's why i feel like being in the music scene is such a positive thing because you are exposed to so many different walks of life and it's fucking cool that's why i was so attracted to the music scene in the first place is because like I mean, obviously the music attracted me because I've always been a fan of heavy music, but like, yeah. I only got into hardcore like five years ago, if I'm being honest. Oh, I, wow. was a, I was a strict like metalhead, like corn, slipknot, disturbed, like that type of monster truck energy. Like, <laughs> yeah. But I was one of those. But then, like, uh, I remember I was in a, the first band I was in with uh, Steven and Justin it was a band called Arishion. We okay. were like, we, I was 16, Justin was 16, and Steven was like 18, and then we were in it with our other buddy, and uh, this other friend that we had named Josh. Um, so all of us, Josh, were metalheads, right? So we all shared the love for like, yeah, let's put on fucking psychosocial or whatever, right? <laughs> and so we were putting all that stuff on, but then Josh was in the corner. Or like, What we would do is we would share speaker. Like, we would all play music from each other's phones. And so, okay. like, we, we would play, like, Slipknot and stuff like that. And then it would be Josh's turn. He'd play, like, Lionheart and, like, Expire and all okay. that stuff. And it always interests me. If I'm being honest, in the beginning, I didn't like it because I was just like, <laughs> I was like, what is this bullshit? What are they, what are they talking? <laughs> the thing that got me was like, what are they talking like this for? <laughs> <laughs> that, that stuff that I love now, I hated because yeah. I just didn't get it. And so, like, but yeah so like he started to like show me more hardcore bands and stuff like that and then like i got curious just about the music and so i remember i did like a whole youtube search where like i fucking looked up a bunch of bands i remember i looked up uh expire lionheart i looked up terror i looked up like all those like i guess standard hardcore bands yeah but then i went into like uh the smaller bands and everything and then I watched a documentary on hardcore. I can't remember what. Oh, I think it was the one with like a Agnostic Front. Oh, okay. I think I might my timeline might be off, but I just remember watching that. I remember kind of figuring out like a little bit of the culture behind it, and what really drew me to it was the thing of just like everyone is accepted, like every yeah. like it doesn't matter. Because I was I was kind of a weird fucking kid, like to be honest, <laughs> like I was kind of the one making like noises and sounds in the corner when i was a fucking kid (laughs) and so like i was i've always kind of like uh unfortunately i have been bullied a lot throughout my entire life and so i've always kind of felt yeah stupid idiots but (laughs) 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 no but like so i was i mean i was picked on when i was younger but like i kind of have always like uh 
like wanted that thing where it's just like a bunch of weird kids, like the kids that I were basically all inside of a group. And so when I found hardcore, I mean, that's kind of why I was attracted to metal because uh-huh. metal metal had some of that. Yeah. Like where it was like, yeah, a bunch of weird kids and everything. But also the thing I liked was like um, like the stuff about like politics and like government and shit like that. Cause oh. I've always, I've always had an interest in that stuff of just like, uh, like holding politicians accountable and like we run the system and stuff like that. And I still do believe that, but I guess more of an angsty way of believing that back then. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, I really like the politics and I really like the individualism behind it. And so I started listening to hardcore and then I found the bands that I liked into hardcore, which was probably like the heavier stuff, like more of the beat down, more of okay. the all that stuff, but they still carried the same message. And so I, I think like what really attracted to me to it was I was like, I'm a weird kid. I have interest in politics, not letting the government society and hardcore encapsulates both of those. And so this is the music for me. And then ever since then I started listening to hardcore and I never looked back. Hell yeah, dude. See, that's so sick, man. Like, what about you? What was your like music story? Like, where did you start off on music wise? Honestly, dude, I I started extremely late. Um, I uh, like I was what was it like to get in like the heavy like my first CD ever was uh Europop by Eiffel sixty five. Oh, fuck yeah, <laughs> I love that record still to this day. I fucking I love. I thank you, thank you, dude. It's good, and it's it's so good. But uh, <laughs> that was my first record ever, and like. And I, I loved it. And then um, I have two older half brothers on my dad's side. And they're like, like I, I always say half brothers because people are like, you have another brother. I'm like, yeah, but like they're older. And but like they're I, they're, they're so musically inclined and stupidly fucking smart. And mm-hmm. and anyways, they th- then they gave us uh, the black album by uh, Metallica. And then the like the, the also the black album of nirvana which had i think i think it was like a greatest hits or something or had mm, a lot of okay. weird stuff on it yeah um anyways so i listened to the metallica cd and danny listened to the nirvana cd and like i got really into that and i was like oh this is really cool and then for like we listened to that and then we found fuse on like, like mtv and then we found out about like yellow card and then uh offspring so danny got mm the offspring splinter cd and i got yellow cards ocean avenue and those were our first like real cds that we actually listened to and traded and stuff yeah that's dope and then uh and then after that i think our our older brother tim showed us like basically showed us system of a down and that was like our first i guess like walk into the hardcore like oh light. dude like 13 14 that band at that age is like i found it yes like, dude. Oh, dude i was in the same way so i totally get you that's dude. cool though yeah dude and then ever since and then one of my friends showed me like the first band that i know got me into heavy music was the song 94 hours by asley dying like that double kick part is mm. still like fucking phenomenal and mm. after that it, it was just a rabbit hole and i just fell into it interesting what attracted you to like I get I guess like that's a good question. Like what attracted you to like music? What like what in music were you always searching for? Like what Honest- was the sound? What was the the kind of like vibe for the music? Honestly, I don't know. Like I just know I liked it and like it wasn't and it like it was a very very gradual thing. And like once I hit Azalea Dying, then we hit like Mudvayne and then it was uh who else? Uh 
there's some other bands like and of course we had like drowning pool and stuff but like dude drowning pool oh my yes. god fucking yes, great dude. band i guess and no like, one knows about them that's yeah. so awesome you brought them up that was my <laughs> fucking band when i was a kid dude drowning dude. pool and like fucking edema all those like mtv early 2000 bands <laughs> yep yeah i get you dude yeah and like uh i mean that center record still has some pretty sweet songs on it like, dude okay fucking let me tell you <laughs> yeah that was like seriously like uh my like my family we would always do like yard work in the front because we have like a sizable front yard and okay. so I, I remember um not to brag or anything but uh <laughs> i remember we would do we would do yard work when i was a kid right and my dad mm-hmm. would always put on music and i remember the music we would always play would be drowning pool it would be seether still my favorite band to this day seether and uh oh, wow. it would be edema Mm-hmm. All those three bands, and so I just remember like having Sinner, like the whole album just ingrained in my mind. It's great, like I, dude. Like I, I knew every word and I knew every song. Oh, dude, that was my shit. Those dude. bands were fucking tight, man. Yes, and like... I get a lot of shit talked on me for it, but fuck all y'all. Those bands are cool, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Like I've like see like I've never been a fan of Seether. I know like. uh Oh, right. dude, you could talk to Justin, our bassist, about we have an ongoing debate where he hates. <laughs> dude, they're, they're like my favorite band of all time. Like, yeah. to the point where, like, I know every single song, but, like, he hates Cedar. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm the only person in my band that kind of really listens to that type of grunge style for the yeah. most part. But just, dude, me and Justin, where <laughs> he hates Cedar. And I'll, <laughs> I'll play him at practice sometimes. He'll just look at me just like. <sighs> oh, dude, man. that's awesome. It's Hell hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude see like so like with with that how did you get into drumming like how okay what okay first of all how do you get into drumming second like what made you choose drums like i that's the loudest mm. instrument and everyone usually hates it well funny enough i actually started off well i have like a weird like musical history or whatever like <laughs> so i i started off like i got a pair of drumsticks when i was like three years old oh yeah and uh i just remember there's like videos of banging on the floor to like a like a, a song that like my parents were playing like I was playing I still remember like when I learned my first drum beat because of what I would do was I would play my like the beats on my stick to the vocal pattern right I oh, didn't okay. know yeah so I didn't really know about like what the drums were doing but I just remember my dad showed me like my first ever cross stick like how to cross stick and do one of those beats like a 4/4 oh, okay. beat yeah yeah and so I was just like, oh, you don't play to the vocals. You do the thing in the back. And so, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. And so, whoa, fucking crazy. <laughs> That's so cool, man. Dad, you're a fucking psycho. <laughs> Blow my fucking mind. I'm only three years old. <laughs> God. No, but like, I just, I remember that was the first time, like, I figured out, oh, okay, like, this is what the. So I, I kept, like, hitting on the floor for, like, another year. And then when I was five years old, uh, my parents caught me like I still remember it was like an American Idol kit. It's like oh, those what? little, those little small like you know like the the super small kick drum and like maybe one drum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those, but to me, I felt like fucking like Flora Zorich or whatever the fuck <laughs> like with that kit. I just remember I would play on it every day when I would get home from school, but I remember I broke it because I hit way too fucking hard yeah and so i broke the skins and so uh i remember that we went into like the guitar center or whatever the fuck 
and we yeah. try to get new heads and the dude's like yeah we don't have heads for like this starter six-year-old kit sorry bro <laughs> and so yeah we couldn't replace my kit and so like I didn't have a kit from like the time I was like six years old to the time I got my kit that I have now, which is when I was like 13. Damn. So like that entire time I was like um, trying to learn guitar because I didn't have drums. I was trying to learn other stuff. I remember in seventh grade, I joined band okay. and, uh, and I started playing trumpet. Like that was a thing where I was just like, I'm going to play like a different instrument than like the drums. Cause I don't yeah. have a drum set right now. So, exactly. <laughs> and so I play a trumpet, but then I remember when I was 13, I got a drum set. And so it's dude, as soon as I got that drum set, it was like, I, cause it was like those things where it's like, you bug your parents for years and years and years yeah. where it's just like, Hey, can I get a drum set? But like you try not to you. And so I would ask where I'm just like, Hey, like, uh, be cool. Like if I got a drum set or something like that, I'm not saying you have to, but like, I mean, <laughs> I really enjoy it like it'd be cool. <laughs> so like if you yeah. want to make your son happy just get me something really loud yeah, yeah i mean if you love me. your family you might as well get me upset so I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but i just remember as years of that and then i just remember the morning i woke up and i saw a fucking like pdp drum set and i was shitting bricks and i was so fucking excited and dude I, yeah so i started playing on that i played shitty this is when i was starting to get into like a, uh, like deathcore and okay. like fucking so like I transitioned out of like the Slipknot corn phase and I was yeah. searching for heavier music. So this is when I found deathcore, like Suicide Silence and like uh, Chelsea Grin and stuff Hell like yes. that. Hell yeah, yes. so, I'm like, still into that. <laughs> oh, dude, same here. Fucking My Damnation, dude. Damn. <laughs> and so like I was fucking um listening to Chelsea Grin and I started getting to Whitechapel. And I would just make these shitty fucking covers on my drum set. <laughs> they're still on my YouTube page today. I don't know why oh, I haven't fucking yes. taken them off. So, like, they're still on my page, which I covered, like, Whitechapel. I was really into motionless and white for, like, oh, wow. a long time. And so, like, yeah, just really shitty covers. But then just over the years, like, I started to get better at drums. I mean, I'm not, I'm not perfect, but, like, I started to get comfortable to the point where I could play with other people. And okay. then I started to just Frankenstein my kit, started to add better symbols, maybe start stuff like that. And then, yeah, my ba my drum kit is basically a starter kit with really nice stuff put on it. So <laughs> when people are just like, "Dude, your fucking kit is so nice," I'm just like, "That's eh, that's no, that's not." But thank you, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically like I started drums, and I was like technically three, but then like got like another kit when I was like. That's crazy, dude. Like, especially like, drum. Like, knowing that that's your your first kit, still the kit you use. That's 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 awesome, man. Yeah, thanks, man. What about you? When did you first start playing drums? What's your drummer journey, dude? My my, I literally my drummer journey started when I was nineteen. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, dude. Like I've or I or no, wait. I think I was seventeen because my uh the the same dude that showed me ninety four hours. Mm -hmm. uh, we we both started playing rock band at the same time, and he was playing drums, and he uh, he then got a real drum set. It was it was it was a CB kit, so it was, sounded great. Uh, oh but, yeah, <laughs> but uh, he got that, and like he was playing that, and I was just like, "Whoa, that's sick!" Like you can play, and then so he would play the real drums to like the tracks on rock band. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool!" And so I was like, "Well, I kind of want to do that," and, and, and like. 
I've said it before, like said it on here, I think before, but I, I was like, I had this like rivalry with him in my head. <laughs> I, never, I never told anyone. And I was just like, yeah. I was like, I, I want to be better than him. So I asked my parents, I was like, Hey, can I get like drums or something? And like, they were like, I guess, or whatever. Like they didn't like, they honestly, I think I talked to him afterwards. They were like, yeah, we didn't think you were going to really stick with it. And, and I was like, yeah, I, I was like, I didn't know. But anyways, my first drum set, was a pdp just like yours oh uh, yeah it was uh, i still have it and it uh it came with two crashes a ride and hi-hat uh-huh. and it was only i think it was uh 450 dollars. not bad man i think and, mine mine was like 500 and my, mine was a tommy lee kit though specifically oh, a tommy lee kit so like mine's a little bit more uh a little more up there than yours maybe yeah but, uh, it sounds but, like yeah. it dude <laughs> damn that's dude. cool though man yellow yeah. pvp kit those are crazy no 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 actually no that it was it was a red one my yellow one is a is a sonar 2000 uh 2003 four sonar that i got for free <laughs> yeah i know i look at your sonar kit i'm like this sounds fucking nice your kick drum sounds so punchy dude especially dude. when you'll play live i'll just hear your kick like you and bert's kick bother the shit out of me because i can never <laughs> replicate it because I'm always back here with like a fucking. Every, it seems like every single time that we play shows, yeah, it's like I'll have like a, a head that's like three months in, and so it sounds good, but it doesn't sound fake. So, oh <laughs> dude. man, I'm low key jealous of your guys' drum sets, though. Dude, dude, I, uh, well, I the the secret I found out with with the 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 my kick, my, my, dude, I've had the same head on for like probably like a year now. Oh, maybe and... I'm just stupid then. I don't. <laughs> dude, no, 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 no. The 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 thing with mine is. You, you my front drum head is a mesh head oh no way really yeah yeah it's completely com- the whole thing's mesh and it's technically a it's i don't know if you've seen but remo makes silent stroke one so you could play yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that throw that on the front of your kit and it'll make it like because no matter where you mic it it's still gonna have that airiness but a little yeah. bit of uh like uh that it'll still not go all the way out with like a, out of a porthole but like mm-hmm. that's someone like my old old bassist uh, Justin from Ursula said like yo this is what another band did you got to do it and I did it and it sounds I I love the way it sounds. That's interesting. I never would have noticed like I haven't noticed that your your bass drum front or your yeah your bass drum is basically a mesha. Does that do anything different from the sound you said it does? Right. It, it all, honestly uh, as far as I know because it's so funny that like whenever. I, whenever anyone else plays on my kit, I really never pay attention because I always forget. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my drums. And <laughs> Same like, here. Yeah, dude. So I'm just like, but next time like someone plays on, it, I'm going to be like, oh shit, that does sound cool. Or like, yo, I could t- tweak this. And like, but like with like my drum heads, like I use uh, Remo Emperors and mm-hmm. uh, uh, even on my kick. But then again, I buy colored heads because I need to buy, I need to look stupid and I need to have like, <laughs> every other color on my drum set. No, you're eclectic. You're yeah. Eclectic, thank dude. you. <laughs> you're not you're not you're not stupid. You're eclectic, dude. Don't don't let anyone don't let these haters talk shit to you, bro. Your red drum heads are what makes the high desert scene. So <laughs> hell yes, dude. Dude, do you have oh uh, you know what I really don't like? You know what? I'll take a colored drum head over a black drum head any single day. Oh oh yeah they, dude. I don't know why, but people with like black tom heads bug the shit out of me oh hell yeah it's just and it's completely irrational but it's i don't know but like a drum head needs to be either clear or colored 
Like yeah. some sort of clear, so I can oh, see yeah. through the drum. If it's black, it's ugh. Yeah, That's why I don't know. like coated heads either. Same I here. I was gonna say yeah. I used to use coated forever, and then and and I I just felt like they got dented so fast and they died so much faster than like uncoated heads. That and they're too warm and they don't have that big of an impact that I wanted. No. It's just yeah. like it's like though because I was in a jazz group for a little bit. They were cool when I was in the jazz group because you would get like really warm tones off of it. That but as sense. far but as far as like beating the shit out of my drums like I do, like it's just yeah, I prefer clear because it just has way more impact over it. I personally use yeah. Evans, but Remo's really oh, okay. good too. I was I was rocking Remo for like the longest time. They have really good heads. Yeah, dude, like it's funny, like I've I've I moved I because I used to use Aquarian, like the the performance two heads. Yes, and, those are great. Yeah, because you can tune them like stupidly low and they still sound mm-hmm. great. And mm-hmm. then um but then yeah, I just moved over to Remo because of like uh the the vocalist slash guitarist of stay wild he's also a stupidly good drummer and he told me he was like yo get all these heads and trust me you'll love them and i i've i haven't gone back since and like they're they're perfect Mm -hmm. are you let me let me ask you this so uh as far as suggestions are you are you because like when it comes to like a musician a musician Uh is very personal in the equipment that they use it comes from like I like this, and so I'm going to use it. Are you pretty open-minded when it comes to, like, hey, you should use this? Or are you the thing where it's just like, I've been using Evans, Evans works, and I'm an Evans guy, and so I'm going to be only using Evans? Like, are you open-minded with that stuff, or do you like your stuff specifically? No, I'm I'm open-minded on that stuff mm-hmm. for sure, just because, like, I've always wanted to use, like, it, I think it's Evans that makes the reverse dot. Like, uh, Yes. Or, yeah, I, want I have to that on my that. snare right now. See, I've wanted to try that forever, but I'm just like, I know my Remo X14 sounds mm-hmm. great and my snare's loud. So I'm just like, I don't want to stray away from that. But if someone were to be like, yo, just try it, then I probably mm-hmm. would. Your snare has a very full, but not as high pitched sound as maybe mine does. So yes. I, re- I really love your snare because it has a full, complete sound. Uh-huh. It's, not, it's not as tinny because like, at heart, I'm a slam guy, and so like I'll always want that king in my snare. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and so like I love your snare because it has enough high end to it to make you know, okay, that's a snare, but it's it's big enough and round enough to where you're just like, oh, that's a monster snare. But yeah. like the yeah, I have the power dot on my fucking snare right now. It's really cool because I had reservations about going to it too because I. You know what's funny is we were talking shit on coated uh, tom heads, but I really yeah. like coated snare heads. Yep. Funny enough, and so <laughs> yeah, like that's what I uh, do too. Yeah, and we were talking about Aquarian, dude. I'm I'm so pissed because um I only use a like I only like to use Aquarian for my snare. Yeah, because I don't know what it is, but like the snare that I have, it's a big like steel snare, and the Aquarians that I use, just the perfect combo that crack just poppy snare but i've been so pissed off because i haven't been able to because i have a 13 inch snare like a fucking idiot and so like yeah and so it's either like oh 12 or 14 sorry no 13 and so i (laughs) I can never find any fucking heads and so i've been having to use like uh like remote evans and stuff like that so i took a chance and i got the power dot from evans but i fucking love it man it's so it tunes a lot higher than you think it would oh really it's so nice and like the thing is is like um it, I don't know how to describe it. It doesn't like you know when you get like a, a coated head. It kind of has like a thin sound to it, almost like papery. 
yes. kind of yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that papery sound goes away because this is this is a synthetic head. It's not okay. like it's not like all coated. I mean, like it's so it, it doesn't have the codedness to it to where it has it sound super warm. I don't know how to describe it, man. It's just it's a good head. It it's not super thin like a like a coated head. Yeah, but it's it has enough crack, like. I don't know, man. You should, just, you should try it. It's a really good head. I, I took a chance, and I was happy with it. Damn. They, honestly, then I might, just because, like, I've, I, like I said, I think I've been using the same drum head for, like, two years now. And mm-hmm. it was because, again, the, uh, the, the drummer of Stay Wild, uh, David, said, like, use this one. Like, trust me, you'll love it. And ever since then, I was like, holy shit. So next time I buy heads, I'm probably going to buy that same head that I have and the one that you said, because like, I want to have like the variety. And also like, I've been wanting to try that head you have for mm-hmm. years, like literally years. I just haven't mm-hmm. like pulled the trigger on it. That's well, now's, it. now's the perfect time to get it when it's open and you can't buy it anymore. So I mean, perfect timing. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that pisses me off because I was trying to head because I busted my drum head yesterday or Aww. two days ago at, pr- at practice. Yeah. So I was uh I was trying to like go online to fucking order new drum heads and everything and I want a guitar center. Guitar center doesn't ship right now. What you can do is you can go to the store location and pick it up out front. What? Exactly. I, I might have read it wrong, but like that's what I saw. Like because I was trying to have them just ship it to me. But they're just like, you can either go to this store location or you can Yeah. It was like come pick it up at the store. I'm like, what? No, like either no. there's either their supply line cut that they can't ship or just i don't know i might That's have been weird i might have been like dyslexic that day and so like, I couldn't, <laughs> have, couldn't have read the lettering right i don't know but i yeah everything's fucked right now as far as like order stuff like that that sucks yeah man like uh drum heads i've been trying to order fucking lysol wipes everywhere dude that's a bitch to find. oh yeah because like anything cleaning product is fucking hard fuck to find have you had, had any luck up in high desert Dude, honestly, everything like we like I haven't gone to the store at all. Like my uh, like Danny and his girlfriend will go for us and just mm-hmm. buy like a shit ton of stuff. But like, I don't really know. Like the, it, we we had a lot of cleaning supplies just in general before. Mm-hmm. And like, what what was it? I know like uh fucking uh uh paper towels were the only things that we got. But what what my dad got were these uh like the, it's like the school ones like the industrial box of like a shit ton of them that you would see like pull out out of the school and dude they're so sick so like we've been buying those from now on and it's like you get like a thousand or something like that wait wait are those the ones that like like a cardboard box and they're like yeah. and they're like used for like mechanic stuff oh no we do have those no it's it's oh, like okay. it's like it's literally like wrap it's like what you would see in like those like those old school like metal dispensers at a school like that oh, you would pull down wait i know what you're talking about yeah okay yeah you guys have those where'd you guys get those just on amazon dude like my dad oh, found no them way. and and yeah so we just got a huge ass box of those and we've been using those but like Dope. other than that like uh lysol yeah was super hard to find for the longest time and i don't know mm-hmm. if we ever found any more but like like I said, I just I just don't leave my house. Like I barely yeah. like get food. Is and... it a thing? Is it a thing of like? Because I went through the same thing. Where is it like a fear of like not wanting to go outside, and not get sick? It's in a way. Yeah, oh, actually, yes. For I had the same that, thing, dude. It's because like I have like the worst immune system in my oh, family. Dude, same, dude. It's all oh, fun, and it's the yeah. best. Like, uh, 
but like no like uh, when i was a kid like when i was three i got this rare disease that they didn't even have a name for at the time i'm pretty oh, sure what? it was it's called itp and oh um, man it's uh where if you touched me i would bruise instantly and oh um, wow did you not have like enough hemo in your blood or i ha- like all they said was like my platelets were super low and yeah. like uh so because my mom first noticed it i was uh w- running around or something like that and then um she, and she saw my mouth and it was completely black and i was just like and she was like hey did you start eating chocolate and i was, I was like no and then she's like, like i was just eating ass mom. yeah, <laughs> yeah all day at yeah. three <laughs> <laughs> at three <laughs> and, and then and then i was just like uh no and then they they saw they, and then they, you uh, like where you're like elbow meets your like like right on your elbow like that little pit right there where your arm like where it folds and move yeah yeah, like, yeah. That, that was super black and my eyelids were super black because of course those are the things that are keep like te- technically getting hit yeah. and um he was like and they took it to me to the hospital and they said like oh wow and like they put me in there and i think i was in there like like a couple days to a week and then they said oh he'll never get it again the next year i got it again oh. and they told me they said yeah, if you were to hit your head, you would bleed internally and die because we don't know how to stop it. Are you serious? Yeah. So let I, me. Hey, let me nuts. join the music scene where we push each other around and hurt each other. <laughs> you join the right one, buddy. Dude, it, it's so horrible. Though. Whoa. Yeah, what was that like here? I mean, do you have any memories or like recollections of like the doctor telling? No, because I have no, I, I, I remember, okay, I remember the second time because I was stoked, not that I had this disease because I didn't know I had it, but like uh, that they personally brought in my own TV and Super Nintendo and I played Donkey Kong Country 2 or 3. Oh, shit. So and you're like, I, guys, I have cancer. <laughs> Looks like you got to get me an Xbox. <laughs> dude, dude, yeah. And then right after that, I think the, the yeah at that same time when I was about to get out, my parents got me like the first Game Boy ever and got me my first game, and uh, so like at that point I was like, dude, I need to get sick more often. Like, yeah, if, if this someone cough on me, <laughs> yeah, please, dude. Like, so I don't know if it'd work with the coronavirus right now. If I like, yo, parents, yeah. <laughs> I got this. Can you please get me new stuff? Like, my lungs are gonna give out in about a. <laughs> Until then, I'll be gaming the fuck out of this, dude. <laughs> I got about a month's worth of oxygen. Um, man, but you know no, what's fu- Wait, yeah. what were you saying? So, like, no. you were... You, the second time you came and you were stoked that you didn't have it anymore? Yeah, well, I, I had I had it, and then, like, they, they, they... Because, like, the first time they said, oh, yeah, you'll never get it again. And then I got it the year later. And then, ever since then, uh, I've never gotten it. But, like, I have the same fear for my son because yeah. i'm like because whenever i see a bruise on him i'm like let me see your eyes mouth and like elbows <laughs> like yeah like, your your dad your father kicked yeah like, dude. yeah yeah i guess it's you. Cr- it's crazy dude have but, you like, had any instances i mean not to be too personal but have you had any instances of, like that happening this or no 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 I oh think, that's good think like science dude like like yeah I, dude. I'm, I'm terrified of that shit yeah, dude. Thank atheist God. Am I right? Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Am I right? Atheist God, what's up? God Dawkins, where are you at? <laughs> no, that's that's crazy though. So you you said you hadn't have it. You haven't haven't you have not had it since, right? No. Yeah. As as yeah, I have I have not, and I'm glad because and I and I'm pretty sure uh, they uh, I think like usually only younger kids can get it or something like that. So yeah, 
I was just a lucky one to get it twice in like two years. Yeah, dude. That's fuck. I had a weird disease like that. Not like really? is or just I had a weird disease when I was like fucking like nine years old. It was weird. Like it was this thing where like um so I would start to notice that I would get like all these like little bumps on like uh like all in my body and shit like that. Yeah. And so I was like, what the fuck? Like it did it didn't look like mosquito bites because they weren't red. They were kind of like white, right? Okay. And so I thought it was acne, but I was getting it on like my legs and my arms. And so excuse me, I was like, there's no way it can be acne. Excuse me. Yeah. There's like no way it can be acne. So what the fuck is this? And so like um I remember I popped one of them and it was just white on the inside, right? And, I, and so I remember um I showed my mom and she took me to the doctors and uh my younger brother was actually starting to get the same dots and like bumps on him too. And so she was like, Oh, okay. So she took us to the doctor and the doctor was running all these tests on us and stuff like that, and she comes back and she says, We have this rare or this rare like um does, yeah it, it could go away not making it someone have it but like we have this disease where it's it's called molluscum and so Whoa. i was like what yeah Sounds so i was weird. like yeah right off the bat i was like that sounds like a scary name am i gonna die like, yeah <laughs> yeah i was like do i have cancer aids corona like, <laughs> it's like, yeah and so she tells me i have molluscum and so i'm like fuck okay and so apparently what molluscum is it's like a condition that makes you have like, I can't remember if it was bacteria or viral, but it was something that makes you have like these weird bumps and weird fucking dots that up on your body. I would get them um, on like, funny enough, you, you're talking about the fold of your arm, right? Yeah. So I would get my bumps like on the fold of my arm. I would get them on my, like my inner thighs. I would luckily not on my face, but it was just all in like kind of the pits and crevices of the body. So weird. I'm like, what? Yeah, so I was like, well, is it sweat? Because, like, if I'm sweating, they're like, no, it doesn't have anything to do with sweat. And they're very contagious. So if you touch it, then someone else can get it. And it was so contagious to the um, Say I was in, like, a small body, like a bath, or, like, yeah. my younger, and, like, somebody came in the bath with me, they could also yeah. get it that way. Damn, That's how fucking wow. contagious. That's how contagious it was. And so, like, we found that out, and we were fucking treating me like, like powder, basically, where I was, like, a bubble boy. Like what? Yeah, because I, I mean, like, i super contagious. Like, if you touch it and you touch, like, an orifice or whatever, you have it. And so I remember, um, luckily, it was, it was curable. We can get rid of it. That was the thing that stuck out to me. I don't want to look like the fucking, like, I don't know, like, pizza face man for the rest yeah. of my life. And so, like, <laughs> God forbid it spreads to my face. So, yeah. Yeah, and so it was weird. I just remember the way to cure it was you have this special spray where it had uh, pieces of micro-silver in it, right? And so I kid you not, what you had to do is you had to pop the molluscum-like pimple, right? And then pop the core out, and then wait for, like, the first dot of blood to come, and then you spray the silver spray over it, right? Because I guess oh. something in the silver, like, blocks the fucking whatever is making it spread. But yeah. I just remember I had them all over the pits and crevices of my body, and... My mom had to sit there and pop every single one. I remember it being torture for me and for her. She had to sit there and pop every single one and fucking do the spray. She had to do every single one of my brother. Saint. But, like, just so I remember, like, that uh, I did all the silver spray, and then they, they went away, and they never came back. And I have not ever had it since. But it was, like, this big thing 
where it lasted for like a couple months. It was super contagious, and it was all these bumps all over my body, but then it went away. Very what odd. What the hell, dude? That yeah. is so weird. And I still have the scars on my body popping. Like, there's a couple on my arms still. There's a couple on my inner thighs to where, like, it looks just like, like acne scars almost. Weird. What the yeah. fuck, dude? That's it was so really weird. weird. I, I mean, thank God that I had a name. To like, there's some of these fucking diseases getting out here. They're just like, yeah, we don't think that exists. And so, good luck. <sighs> Dude, yeah. yeah, dude, that'd be terrifying. God, I, dude, my um, my mom, and my dad watched the show called "Fucking Mystery Diagnosis." Have you ever watched it or heard about it? No. It's basically the show where like people go into like the doctors. They have like an ailment. They go into the doctors and they're basically, "Yo, I'm sick. I have like these things," and the doctors are into it, and they can't find it. Right? Like you go to the doctor and like the doctors are like, "We don't know what the fuck this is," and so then there's this whole like episode based on like the doctors going through tons of medical journals and literature trying to find if any like anything that they have can be inside any like literature that's crazy some of these people just like you have to go to like a manuscript from like 1983 that one wrote a sentence (laughs) information you have on the right now crazy because some of these people at the end of the episode they're just like yeah we don't know this so we're good luck we're still trying to figure it out we'll keep you updated no way it's a really it's a really weird show and so like thank god i was not like one of those people on there because some of those people be fucked up man (laughs) they just have no idea what it is i think that's scary most of like i think that's the scariest thing if you're sick there's like that sucks and you're sick but if you're sick and you don't have a name to it or even know what's making you sick i think that's like way fucking scarier oh yeah that's the oh, worst dude. if they're just like yeah dude we know that like you're bleeding from your eyes and your anus but like we don't we don't know what's going on bro so, like, <laughs> sorry keep a couple cotton balls or... <laughs> yeah it's weird man dude yeah. that's nuts especially dude especially with this whole coronavirus going around i don't yeah. know about you but like i'm a huge like hypochondriac when it comes to like diseases and getting sick and stuff like that. So like and it doesn't help that I'm like I'm a huge stoner too. And so like <laughs> I'll smoke and then like I'll cough and just be like, well God, I have to write my will. <laughs> so, it's all it's all gone. Yeah. Dude, that's so that's it's, so terrible. Yeah. So like you said that you didn't go out for the first couple of months. I was the same way too. Like I only recently just started going out and that's like barely like have you gone out of the house at all to like the store or are you you playing hermit right now? Um I've gone to the I, I went to the store once, no no, twice when in like 2 months ago and I have not gone to the store since. I've gone to the post office. I've gone to um like go pick up food like at, mm-hmm. at like drive drive-thrus and stuff, but mm-hmm. and then I have like we recently just had our first practice in like the first like three months like last and just because i didn't want to go near anyone because i live with my dad he's 70 and my uh and my son is like lives with me which is oh yeah you got like two major like instances of people getting sick inside your house so exactly so like with with me being terrified of just dying in general and yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, like just like those two other like major things it's like yeah dude i'm good like I'll, I'm gonna stay home. Yeah, and it's like 
I was on that wave where it's like I was staying home because I mean I, I still kind of am on that wave. I'm not going constantly, but like I'm more comfortable maybe going to Target and like just leaving. I in the first couple months I would whatsoever like I wouldn't even go outside because like it was so bad because like I got in like this really just deep state of like not to bring down the mood or anything but like depression to where I just got super sad and like wasn't yeah. able to do anything because like I was so scared because like this is like. If I'm being completely honest, like uh, global pandemics and sicknesses and uh, and like your house getting broken into or like two of my greatest fears. Funny enough, because that's what our first EP is about. Is breaking oh, yeah. into people's houses. That's crazy, yeah. <laughs> but that's like two of my like a global pandemic that like kills everyone and your house. Gets so when that actually. Oh, dude, I went into like fucking freak out mode because I would especially since we didn't know shit about it. Where they're just like, yeah, if you go outside, and we have no cure for it, so like that scared the shit out of me. Dude. Yeah, so, dude. Yeah, and especially since like the media doesn't do a good job of like saying they're always talking things where it's just like this person got it twice. Whoa, it looks like we're up to ten thousand. It's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously. So like, I went through an unhealthy period the first two months that this was going down, where I would literally wake up and then fall asleep. <laughs> Damn. It was so unhealthy. We're just, I would stress case to the point where, like, oh, dude, it was so bad. But then, like, uh, like I started to put the information together and, like, I just started to think to myself, information started to come out. And I was like, well, okay, like, the statistics of me getting sick and as long as, like, being safe and all that jazz, that. And so it was only recently that, like, I, First time I went out was probably like a month ago, and that was just to go get like ice cream by myself. And that was more of a thing of just like I'm testing the waters. Exactly. It was it was strange, man. Like, do you remember your first time that you went out like after coronavirus? You you say you went to the park. Was that like your first going out? Uh, wait, uh, went to the where? Sorry, cut out really quick. Oh, I'm sorry. You said you said post office, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Just because like we had like a couple of like like people bought stuff from us so i was like Ugh, don't you know that there's a global pandemic going around get your shirt somewhere else <laughs> dude, <Fuck> no. <laughs> I, I, I was so scared i was like damn it dude and like i'm home and i have all this stuff and i can do all this i was like fuck okay fine i'm gonna do it yeah. and i i like I, and of course it's that it, it, i don't know if, if you feel the same way but i have that social anxiety as soon as i see no one with a mask i'm like do i need to wear oh, one dude, uh, dude, yeah because i fear stupid people and yes. so, yeah, so I'm just like, well, you're stupid. That doesn't mean – that means that you're going to do other stupid things, and I don't want to be around for your stupid because yeah. it's going to hurt me. So <laughs> no, I guess you 100%. Yeah, dude. So then I would I, – of course, I go into, like, the post office, and I see people wearing masks, and I'm like, okay, cool. Now I'm not scary. And, like – and then so I, I would do that. I even – like, the first time I went in there, I wore gloves too because it was right when it broke out. So I was mm-hmm. like – fuck like i need to be as safe as possible and i did yeah. and I, I didn't see anyone else doing it and I've, of course in my head i was like damn it i'm the only weird one i'm sorry oh my oh, god oh yeah like, you do that thing where you're just like why is everyone looking at me yes yes yeah. oh my god yes dude but then you realize when they're drowning in their lung snot in a couple <laughs> months and you're safe playing video games you're gonna be like maybe those gloves worked out pretty okay <laughs> exactly dude yeah. that's why i'm so like then like 
and if I go anywhere with Danny, I'm just like, and he and I both wear it at the same time. And we're like, I'm like, okay, at least I have someone that's right next to me that's I don't have to be nervous about any. Yeah, so you can use the human shield in case someone coughs. Basically. Exactly, yeah, dude. I guess Danny has a stronger <laughs> immune system. I'm like, dude, <laughs> dude, that's the thing. It's like I like you said that you have a weak immune system. I do too. I always get sick with everything that comes around yep which is which is funny because i work at a special ed school like like hygienic conditions aren't at their best yeah so you would think i would come in contact with enough pathogens and bacteria to strengthen up my immune system but i still get (laughs) sick a lot and so i'm just like well fuck dude so like i dude like especially when they're just like yeah the only thing you have to like fight against this is your immune system i was like oh you mean that thing that i don't really have that well (laughs) let me just go outside like yeah i was terrified man because i was like especially since i'm asthmatic and i smoke and i have like yeah it's just like hey you know how you have asthma and there's a he's going around (laughs) god man scared the shit out of me that's even worse dude oh my god now i'm starting to get comfortable like uh it's so bad in oc like we were talking about wearing masks dude down here in oc we started that like that stupid dumb shit of like masks because we're an individual and i have my we started that shit and so now as soon as like we put i think uh oc put out like a like a statement like last week where they're just like yeah like you don't need like masks in oc they're not required anymore that might have changed like i just remember going out like last week and just everyone had just like is like coronavirus thing and then it just went away everyone just treating it like that i'm what? like everyone everyone had no gloves no mask everyone was fucking just i saw a couple of people just cough openly and so i'm just like oh, is the thing i told you it's just government said it's gone must be gone <laughs> God damn it. yeah that <laughs> That whole stupid shit of just like people, I think people want to believe that it's gone, and so they convince themselves that it is gone, and so they don't do anything like wear exactly. a mask. And it's so frustrating because it's just like, nah, I mean, uh, more more cases are starting to rise now. I mean, yeah, I think now would be a better time to wear a mask and stuff like. That. Dude, it's so bad here in Orange County. Like, fucking, ugh, stupid people everywhere, dude. We have all. We have like the biggest concentration of Karens, I think, in like Huntington Beach and Irvine, <laughs> I think, oh my and God. all of California. It's so stupid. Cause like, I I, I watched like um like a city hall meeting, like of Orange County, and all these like fucking hick ass people came in, and they're just like, I don't need ass my and the government telling me, I'm just like, you're so dumb, dude. You're you have the constitution so in your ass that you haven't even had a chance to read it yet like, dude oh my god <laughs> oh man those people are so dumb where they're just uh i uh that this is gonna create a whole other podcast so i'll just hop off the- <laughs> but oh man but yeah it was scary the first time, like i went out but now i'm starting to feel comfortable and everything like that i'm not i still haven't heard food from anywhere yeah like i've only been cooking at home for like the past two months Oh, and damn, so nice. it it made me real. You know what it made? Me? Yeah, I spend on fucking food that I don't <laughs> need to spend, <laughs> dude. Oh my god! Like when I say when I save like three dollars just from not like fucking or I can't remember the exact amount, but like when I saved an exorbitant amount of money just from me not like 
Like, <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, man. It's, it's, I don't trust anyone because, like, I work, like, working at Knott's, I worked around people who are in the food industry and having friends work in the industry. How, how I'm just supposed to trust that, oh, yeah, now we're going to make everything super clean. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, okay. Or was that stuff like six months ago and it didn't exist? Like, yeah, I don't trust you. So I just haven't been eating out of Have you eaten out at all? I, I haven't, like, sat down at a restaurant but yeah i've eaten like i've i've gone to like drive throughs and stuff but i've never like i will not sit down and yeah people are sitting down here man it's fucking crazy it's my what, what was uh your drive through experience like was it super long because i would imagine drive throughs only yeah like it, it's like there's like especially like if you're gonna go to mcdonald's that line's always long but like oh yeah everywhere, everywhere else is pretty pretty normal and if anything i always order on the app right before and just go like dry, go to the drive through and say yo i ordered this and they're like okay pull up and like and then it's like they give it to you and you go which is and you perfect. start fighting yeah dude i'm sorry yeah, yeah. i'm like no, i ordered this like yeah because they say pull you say they say pull up to you and you start beating the shit out of them as soon as they come to your car <laughs> like what's up pussy you're just like i was trying to give you your food <laughs> you're like oh i should probably drive away and you start yeah <laughs> Man, oh, you know what? You know what else is funny? Like, uh, the way that we treat workers now is hilarious to me. Oh, what How, do you mean? But we like we basically do the thing where it's just like, hey, man, we're not going to give you like a better paying like salary, or we're not going to give you more money, but thank the fuck out of. Yeah. <laughs> what? And, like, we're gonna we're gonna set up this thing where we have American jets fly over your store because you're a patriotic <laughs> hero. It's like, give me more money so I don't die from this. Like, uh, we have it. You know what that is? It's basically just like uh, it's like, it's like you're giving like a, you know those participation trophies that you would yes. get. Like, yes. Like it's a thing. It's a thing where it's just like, hey, we know you didn't win. But like we don't have anything else to say to you. But it'd be rude if we didn't say anything to you. So <laughs> here's a thank you, or here's a congratulations. Like fuck, man. It's so true, dude. I oh do. Like I've been blessed to where like I have been able to work at home because I work at a school. So I've been doing like all that online teaching stuff. But like oh, that's awesome. all the friends that I see that have to work like outside in the outside world i say the outside world like yeah <laughs> like the outside world and like have to deal with people who i know don't wear masks and who are just oh you're still wearing a mask oh what's it like to be a sheep shut the fuck oh, up God, dude. shut the fuck up so just <laughs> my friends having to deal with that and just like i know that there's a possibility that they're gonna get sick like this girl that i that I know that I used to work with at knots she had to work like a retail job and she got sick recently and so just oh. it it's fucking scary man it's like if you have to work a job and you have to do something like that especially in a time like this where you can get something to kill you yeah why would pay me more bitch yeah why the fuck would you not pay me more i'm risking my life so you can fucking get like paper towels that won't fuck like pay me more that shit pisses me off man it's same Bas here dude where they're just like oh we basically treat them like they're supposed to do it Instead of just like, <laughs> it's a good thing that you're doing. You're, yeah. well, you, well, you signed up for the job anyway. And so you're supposed to be fucking, it doesn't, it's, that doesn't fucking matter, dude. Like, this is a different situation than that. Like, oh, you signed up for the job. You're kind of just supposed to work the hours that we give you. Or like, Ex just do, do what we tell you. It's like, mm, I don't want to die. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a big difference here. 
God, dude, the way that we've treated this whole situation just it's so stupid. stupid. Not to get too because I think that's what I've been doing, but like this whole situation is just like, yeah, it's dumb. People, yeah, dude. It made you realize. It just makes you realize how many trains of thoughts and how many just different ideas and opinions there are. How many of them are just so fucking stupid <laughs> and just, and just not mine and dumb already, but. It's just so many, so many people think so differently, and it's just it's interesting and sometimes sad to see how differently people. Think. Oh yeah, and I'm and that's no way of me. It makes me sound super narcissistic, where I'm just like the way I think is like the right way. That's <laughs> not what I'm saying at all. But like, there's just certain things that are that you can't refute because there's too much evidence behind it. But people yeah. are still refuting them anyway. Where it's just like, <laughs> oh dude, that's crazy, man. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. I hate this. Well, other than COVID, what have you been doing to keep your mind occupied through all this whole? Dude, honestly, I, I, I've, i it's been, it's, it's honestly been so awesome just because, like, I've been, ha- I've been hanging out with my son like crazy, and I... your guys' videos that you make are so fucking cute, man. Dude, thank I, you. I, it's, I'm, I'm stoked. Love it. I watched the video you guys did the other day. Where you're like, let's go find it. Oh, that was... <laughs> that's so cool, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, that and just like, like honestly, just uh, like playing like hardly. I don't really play a lot of games that much anymore, unless I play with him, and then mm-hmm. that's it. Like, it literally just been that. Like, what have you been up to? I've been see like it's crazy because usually I am not home like for most of the day because I have a job that I like work until like five thirty, and uh-huh. so like, but now that my entire job has been cut in half. Basically, my job would be from like eight fifteen to five thirty, but now okay. it's like now it's eight thirty to two thirty with tons of fucking breaks in between, where okay. just tons of downtime. And so, like, I'm not used to just being at home. So, like, I am trying to just stay like busy and stuff like that. I've been cooking a lot, trying to like make up the food so it doesn't go bad. Yeah, been drumming a lot and stuff like that. Heck yeah, I've been uh, fuck else do I do? Oh, I'm I'm gonna try to build fire pit in my backyard i try to do a white dad just i'm gonna make a project just, <laughs> yeah i'm gonna build a, i'm gonna build a porch or whatever the fuck but yeah i'm gonna try to build like a fire pit just because like we used to have one fucking got rusted out and so then we don't have one anymore there's just like an empty spot so yeah. figured why not fucking build it because it's summertime fires are cool anyway so heck yeah, yeah. Dude, that'd be awesome yeah man that's basically what i've been doing just cooking lots of jerky just oh, oh man I've oh, spilled so much seed that you put in the bird feeder, dude. It's fucking wild. <laughs> no, man. I, you know what's funny? It's like, uh, not, to, uh, not to get on this. <laughs> you, how basically Pornhub is, we know how hard literally, and so we're going to make Pornhub premium free. <laughs> That's how you know that they're just like, we feel for you guys. We know what you guys are doing at home all day, so we're just going to give you my man dude that, that that's uh, where you just salute them dude you know what i mean you <laughs> you start downloading their videos anyway <laughs> oh uh, dude you know what i wonder how much like um i wonder if people are having more sex or if people are having not as much sex because like people if they're stuck at home all the time and you're seeing that person constantly i would imagine <laughs> yeah. i would yeah, i would imagine you get a little tired of it. maybe you wouldn't want to <laughs> fuck their brains out 
And so uh, I wonder, or if, or if couples are just doing the complete opposite, where it's just like, hey, we're stuck inside for six hours a day. You just want to fuck? Like, <laughs> like, I wonder. I want, hey, couples out there, type into this podcast and let me know if you're fucking. Imagine, dude, I just get like yeah. a, a lot of like, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> you just get one weeby fucking. <laughs> oh, man. There's so much shit going around that like, I wonder how it has changed during COVID. Like, I yeah. wonder, like, I wonder what, what's going to be different. What's going to be like, what stay the same and everything. Do you ever think that we'll go to like shows? Dude, honestly, like there's been shows happening up here and it's weird. I saw that. Yeah. And, and like, no one wearing a mask. <laughs> no. And like, it, it's mind blowing. And I'm like, dude, like we've been, we've been offered the same shows and I'm just like, no we're good yeah. like i just don't want to die you know like i yeah it's kind of a thing that i don't want to do is die so like yeah yeah definitely. probably not do that show no but we've been getting, <laughs> we've been getting the same like offers people are just like hey man do you want to like come play like this benefit show and it's just like fuck it's a benefit show so i'd love to play it but at the same time i'm not i'm not comfortable going in like big crowds yet like i yeah. just i just started having band practice like last week with everybody and so like that i don't even know if i'm ready for like a huge crowd of people but i don't exactly so it's it's weird man especially since i saw people at that show wearing any mask at all and at the same time it's just like i get switch fucking just like who wants to wear a mask to a show you can't breathe you're moshing and everything like that and so it's just yeah. i don't know like i get you don't want to wear a mask at, a show. at the same time it's just like you gotta wear a mask so you don't spread it because you're in super close proximity to people so Exactly. I don't know. I want shows to happen. That's all I get like joy from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds so sad. I that, but like that, that's a big portion of where I get my joy from is like playing shows with my band and seeing all of you guys at shows and everything like that. So now that that's not a part of my life anymore, it's like well, I got to replace huge, it with something else. Dude, no, yeah. it's a huge bummer. I totally feel the same way. Like I just I wanted to just go back to normal, and I hope it yeah. can. I hope it can soon. Me too. Or at least normal to the point where it feels comfortable. Like, not because, exactly. like, I don't like, did you ever did you see, like, those things where it's just like, yeah, we're going to we're gonna open up a restaurant. Like, I saw this thing where it's just, like, in Chicago, they opened up the restaurants, but they put people under, like, a plastic dome. Yeah, like, they put, like, weird. they put, like, they put, like, dividers up, and they're, like, make everyone wear a mask when they go up to use the bathroom, but they don't have to wear a mask at the table. It's just, like, they just don't fucking, like, I get the whole argument of just, like, why well, have a restaurant? to make money off of but it's just like are you is do you need to make money like is your in business i don't know how to explain it. it's like <laughs> is your business so important that you need to add on all those variables yeah to have to have people eat at your restaurant or is it a thing to where it's just like you could wait for a little bit and then wait till everything gets more normal? like i don't know i'm not a business owner so i'm blowing i'm talking out of my ass right now <laughs> i don't know it's like <laughs> it's like how far are you willing to go to like make like profits and everything like that exactly. it's like if i have to sit in a fucking plastic tube just to eat it just to eat a meal to get the normalcy of eating a meal with somebody i'd rather don't, like not eat that meal same here same because it, it feels it feels a lot weirder having to sit in a fucking bubble and wear a mask when i'm at the table like to, to, to me that's not like going out to a restaurant and eating no at that's, all that's pretending to going out to a restaurant and eating so you can feel normal <laughs> that COVID has gone away, but that's exactly. not it. So it's, I don't know, man. It's like, I understand 
things need to be opened and like you can't crash people's businesses and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's it's a it's a catch. It's a what the fuck is it? It's a double edged sword because it's just like you want to open businesses and not have everyone fucking like lose their business. But at the same time, it's like you're opening up yourself to where you get sick and you have a lot of exposure from that shit and stuff. So yeah. I don't know, man. It's fucking crazy. What do you think about it? What do you think about what's like the opening up and like kind of everything states wanted open and stuff like that? I think it's stupid, dude. Like, like yeah. honestly, just like stay in, like, like I just wish like everyone could stay inside. Like I, of course that's impossible. I understand that. But like, I just wish they, they could be like, yo, everything shut down for like a month, like every, like literally like everything, like whole, yeah. like, like the, the, the last day, like, but then that's a statewide panic or countrywide panic and everyone would go nuts and then start killing everyone. And like, the, Oh the yeah. would be real. And then yeah. like, and then, but like, if, if, if everyone was like smart enough to get everything they needed for that one month and then stay home, this could probably blow over so much faster than it is. Yeah. I was thinking that too. I was like, if everyone could get their supplies and stay home, but I think that's the thing that separates America so many other countries i saw this really cool that it was like america focuses on individualism rather than collective countries yeah, and i think that's so true i think you can just see that we act as like if it hasn't affected me then i'm not gonna believe it exists as yeah, opposed exactly. to as opposed to like i'm gonna do it for greater good i feel like america has that huge kind of like separation between and I feel like that's why European countries kind of look at us like, look at those fucking idiots over there. Because we're just super, like, based on, like, well, as long as my own person is okay, like, as long as I'm okay, that's all that matters. But it's exactly. just, this disease, I feel like, is forcing us to be a community-based, like, country than we want to be. And so we're having a lot of, a lot of, like, issues with, like, a lot of people that are just like, why do I have to mask well you can get other people sick well i'm not sick okay but you can bring it home to other people it's just all these things where it's just like they have an argument person it's just like it's fucking crazy yeah seriously dude like like it it, it makes no sense I, I i'm i'm i just humans are stupid dude <laughs> yeah that's why if you kill every single yeah you put them inside of <laughs> done dude like and this is start over you know what i was it's funny i was listening to population control by no zodiac yeah. and there's a there's a line in stops like is a breakdown he's like seven billion people seven billion too fucking many and i was like i don't know i was listening to it and i was in like my angst my angsty mood where i was yeah. just seeing shit on people opening and like people being stupid with covid and he said that line in second i was just like yeah fuck yeah i was like that's what we need and then i was like well <laughs> yeah it was it's crazy dude, wild dude oh my god like <laughs> dude so like, well no i was gonna say was like so uh sadly i'm gonna have to get going pretty soon but i want to ask you i want to ask you one final question that i've been sure. asking people now um so it, it, it relates to your band, but uh, if your band was a TV show, what TV show would it be? That's a great fucking question. Loiter <laughs> uh, Squad. What? Loiter Squad. 
Loiter, what's what's that? Loiter, do you remember uh, Tyler the Creator? Yeah. Yeah, he had a TV show where it was basically like Jackass with buddies, but they just <laughs> they just did stupid shit, like funny skits and everything. That's literally like what like like being around Marrow is because like we just do dumb shit to make each other laugh and like like I don't know we just I think that's the best I could describe it to is like Loiter Squad just doing Dude, dumb shit awesome. and making each other. What about you? Get that. Uh, let me get that question out of you. Honestly, I don't know. It's funny that like, um, uh, someone answered for me and they said it'd be Rick and Morty. And... <laughs> Are you the pickle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I have no idea what it would be like. Like I I I need to actually think about that one. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what. You can you can have your answer be the title of podcast <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> all right bro well I'll, I'll let you get going you gotta get going so thank you so much for having me dude no Talking thank you hearing your voice again dude seriously this has been so cool so no thank you for even wanting to come on i'm so stoked yeah, of course so fun yeah it was a lot of fun i'm glad to hear that you're doing stay safe stay inside hope Atticus is okay it was nice hearing from you again buddy hell yeah dude and honestly i like with like there's so many more questions i actually have to ask you so i'm not if if you're down some other day i would love to do a second part yeah just hit me up man if you if you feel for sure you can make it a thing hell yeah dude okay cool then dude then then you have a good day and i will talk to you later man you as well buddy talk to you later Bye. bye that episode is now over i know sad i'm bummed because i actually had to go do something which was a like that's a bummer i just wanted to keep talking because it was really interesting on like all the things that we kept hitting on and honestly like right at the end i said like let's do an episode two because i want to i i haven't ever really gotten to sit down and talk to with brandon a lot and knowing how his mind works and all that is insane so i was really i it was really cool where everything went i and i know i have a lot more questions that i want to ask him and it would be so much fun for him to come back on just so we can talk about anything. I like I said, his how his mind work it works is insane. So like, thank you, Brandon, for coming on. That was so cool. And like uh, for episode two, we'll probably talk about music. <laughs> it was that was just it was really cool to know that like like we just jumped right into it and it was just like right off the bat, it was super fun. But. Uh, that was so much fun. Thank you, Brandon, for coming on. And please go check out Marrow. His band is ridiculous. And um, thank you for tuning in. And I hope you have a good night slash, you know, breakfast or like, drive to work. But I will talk to you later. Bye.